0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Answer Podcast with me, Daniel Dancer. And today we are joined by Sajik. I'm really sorry if I've got your name wrong, so you can clarify it. Um, and today she's going to talk us through her life and what she experienced there in and NDE. How are you, Sajik? You okay?
1: Yes, I'm okay.
0: Thank you for having me here, Daniel. That's all right. So I say it's a bit late. Over, in, is it Lithuania? Isn't
1: it? Yes, I'm from Lithuania. Lithuania.
0: Yeah. So if you want to start, just um, give us a bit about, tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from, your childhood.
1: Not my childhood. Um, <laughs> so I am born in a little town surrounded by nature. So nature was always very close to me. And during this period while I was growing old. And uh, I always had some kind of a prophetic dreams when I was a child. I knew what was happening with my family members, even nobody was telling me that, but I just knew. Let's say my auntie had a toxic relationship with her first uh, husband. And I, at four years old, I was putting him out from my house. Like I wasn't letting him inside because I felt that something is happening wrong. And when we separated, uh, I realized that, no, she told me already when I was a teen, that he was um, using domestic abuse against her. Mm-hmm. So such so things thing was happening. Also, I was like, from nowhere, painting uh, harmony sign, like, uh, you know, the in yang in Buddhist. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I didn't even know what it is, but I was always telling everyone as a child that everybody should treat each other as they want to be treated. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the story from my childhood. and uh, But my spiritual path didn't start it like in childhood because I got um, like a lot of, you know, systematic... Um, upload into my system, my personal system. So my spiritual journey started when I was 18 and I had my first near-death experience, which uh, I will tell you now probably.
0: Yeah, 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 Car- carry on because I know you've, you've had quite a few, haven't you? Yeah, I
1: have. I had ca- kind of few because I needed longer to wake up, like oh, okay. more experiences I needed to wake up. So first one, it was when I was 18. First of all, I had, you know, my name is uh, Tsagik. It's a kind of strange name. It's Armenian name because my father, um, he passed away already, but he was Armenian Mm -hmm. and he was very traditional. Like when we grow old in Europe, We are more free here, but he wanted me to be very traditional and very, like he didn't wanted me to go out, have friends and stuff. He wanted just me to sit at home, you know, and be a good girl. Yeah. And uh, this propelled me to, when I was already 18 years old and I moved out, I find a very toxic partner. Like I didn't knew that at the moment, but he was a drug addict. Uh, He was stealing money and things from people. He was very like a bad person, you know. But to me, he seemed good because I saw the good side of that person. But after some time, um, maybe after one year, I find out everything about him and I decided that I want to leave. And he was on drugs. And uh, he just jumped on me and started choking me to death. So I fall down on the ground and he was above me, like both hands over my neck. And he just started choking me. So I immediately, I left my body and I started flying like people are telling in a dark tunnel towards the light. But I was flying so fast that I didn't even felt no pain and no death. Like it was just in a flash. I started flying and it was very fast. I was seeing the light coming towards me very fast. And what I'm thinking at the moment, I remember that, uh, wow, people are telling the truth. It's actually like this. People are flying to the white light when we are dying. I knew that I am dying. And somebody probably guides or, uh, or higher power just took my soul and dropped me back to the body like in a flash, very fast. I came back to the body and I remembered uh, my theater classes and that I can pretend that he is killing me. So I started pretending and he was thinking because he was on drugs, he was thinking that he is actually doing that. But later I started using like reverse psychology and pretending that everything is okay, that I will stay with him. So he stopped doing that but uh, in the end i still separated from that person and actually after i already started my healing journey i forgiven him because i comprehended that he had like also very traumatizing childhood and he was um, from 15 years old alone in the streets and this is what he knew you know like a survival yeah. mechanism and it wasn't his fault and when i forgave him what happened with him that after a few months I find out that he died. And he died from uh, cancer in his brain. So yeah
0: Was he quite young? Was he quite young as well?
1: Yeah, he was like I am thirty now, so he would be like thirty five, let's see. Oh wow. If he would be alive. But yeah and actually it's not the first time when I hear that uh, when someone does bad to the healer, it comes back much, yeah. uh, much stronger. So this is what happened to him, and I know that to many who this is what is happening. Like better don't play over the healers.
0: Yeah, like we say in England, it comes back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. But so, so you've so he's obviously he's done horrible things to you.
1: Yes, and you, but- and, you, and, you and
0: you still find a way to forgive him. That makes yes. you like, makes you a very good person
1: this is sorry uh, this is my profession
0: yeah
1: to forgive to comprehend you know the the deeper meaning of why things happen and um, just like this but you know this uh, this happening it didn't actually made me uh, start to walk my path. Even I was always remembering that story and it was like uh, happening to me, you know. I didn't even know that it is the uh, shamanic awakening, as we call it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and um, maybe in four years after that, I had a car accident. On a Christmas second day, I don't know, in Lithuania we celebrate Christmas like uh, the Christmas night, 24th, then the Christmas, and then the second day of Christmas. Yeah. So 26th of December, 2013, I had a car accident. And prior to that night, um, my father was drunk and he was, you know, as I started this story that he was always um, a person like who wanted me to be very traditional and very, you know, well-kept woman and I was a bit like rebellious always you know so he was um, mad at me and we had like he had a aggressive discussion towards me without hands but just you know like I don't want you to be my child you are like this you're like that you know and I was crying all night and when he told me that he don't want me to be his child it stuck on me very much, you know. And um, the next morning he wakes me up and tells me, now my friend is coming. You need to go with him and come back alone with the car. And I was like, maybe a few months ago, I just passed my driving exam to, to have my driving license. So I went with his friend. And uh, when I was coming back alone with the car, I got into the accident and it was uh, saints Reg- region park and there i hit uh, the car into the into the tree but it was like mm, nothing nothing left from the car like my father only sold the accumulator of the you know battery of the car nothing mm. left from from his car but what happened with me i hit my forehead like exactly where the third eye is, there was a lot of blood, and something happened within me uh, that I started receiving downloads from the universe, uh, different information like which, which I would not even think about that it's possible to receive just like this, you know. And uh, I started having visions and my past lives started to coming back to me, like it was the mm, period where I started like uh, learning more about my spiritual path. And after that, um, it wasn't enough for me to start completely, you know, diving deep into myself and uh, self-healing and self actualization so I was addicted to weed at that moment and while I was smoking I was always receiving some downloads like heavy downloads and all of my friends who was near me I was just telling them things that which I could never know let's say one friend comes to me and uh, I tell him you know you shouldn't be doing uh, these things for us you should go home uh, because you need to be preparing to be a father and he laughed at me he came back home he sent me a message on facebook telling you're a witch i tell why he does I come back home and my wife is telling that she's pregnant wow <laughs> so so <laughs> things like this started happening and you know because I was uh, really addicted to weed, like I was smoking five grams per day alone, like I was always flying cosmos. I didn't want it to do nothing more. I just enjoyed so much that uh, state of, you know, altered state of being, that I just wanted to stay there. And my family, they got scared. And what happened, uh, they uh, put me in a mental hospital which shocked me very much because I felt that everything is okay with me. But, you know, when I was there in the hospital, it was very difficult time because I was seeing all the people there. Like, I was seeing people coming from an uh, electric shock uh, chair
0: yeah. and
1: sitting with me at the one table to eat. And I was seeing that, like, woman prior to to going to the chair and after, and it was horrible. It, like uh, spit all over her face, you know, she couldn't sit normally. Like, and I was asking why you are doing that to people, you know, from the medicine workers. And he were telling that that's the cure for them, you know. And uh, I was shocked there. I actually got even more traumatized by being one month there in a the hospital, in a closed hospital. And when I came out, they uh, gave me to drink a lot of different pills, like to tranquilize me, tranquilizers, we call them. Yeah, like, yeah. And um, I started, I was drinking those pills and I was becoming a little vegetable. Like after some time, I met some of my friends, but good things that I didn't smoke weed anymore, you know. That was because for my for my family, it was the the biggest enemy of their life. you know, the weed was just a very, very bad experience. like because I am the only one in the family who who did that, you know. And they couldn't comprehend what what is that medicine. So after some time, some friends came to visit me and uh, they saw how I am. I gained maybe 20 kilos, like um, I was looking horrible and I was feeling horrible after those pills. And one friend of mine, she told me, stop drinking it and just pretend that you are drinking, you know, for your family. So this is what I did. And after some, some months I left to Greece because I had a boyfriend. He was from Greece and I just left where he is so that I can escape this you know medication yeah of uh, prescriptive drugs because those are drugs. trust me I, I tried drugs in my life and this is no different yeah So when I when I came to Greece, the good thing was that uh, that boyfriend of mine, which I separated already now, but uh, it was, I knew that there was a mission for us to meet, you know, because he was already on a Buddhist path. Uh, He was very, very uh, like into all of that thing. And for me, it was very interesting. So what happened when I started living with him, I learned English very well. Oh, very well, as you as you hear me now.
0: No, I think uh, your English is really good, actually.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what else? I started meditation. I started. Uh, I wanted to start with him a bit of Tai Chi, but it was too too difficult for me because he was already like ten years into it. But uh, that uh, relationship brought me to inner exploration. And uh, while being there, I went on a strong diet, I I lost all the overweight, which I gained with the pills, but he was also very, very understanding that he knew that how I was before, because we started relationship before the medication and everything. And he was with me through all of that and after that. So I'm actually grateful for that person, you know. Yeah. No, we're not uh, communicating anymore, but I'm grateful, you know, for for this relationship, I'm grateful, and I think that he is also grateful because he grew also very much. So, what we was doing, we were sitting with two laptops in one room and we was squaloring, like we was just sinking in information, all kind of spiritual information, and uh, his aunt lives in Sanderini, you know that beautiful island in Greece with uh, White yeah, House? San-
0: yeah, yeah, Santorini, yeah.
1: Sanderini, yeah. Santorini, yes. And she is a sound healer, very strong sound healer. And one time she was visiting because we lived in Athens. And while she was visiting, she uh, kind of, I asked her, how can I start meditation? And she recommended uh, to me one uh, sound healer on YouTube. He is actually living in UK. His name on, on, uh, on YouTube is uh, Temple Sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Temple Sounds, I started meditating because he was uh, like doing also guided meditations. He, she, she sent me one link from which I should start. And what happened, like at my first meditation, I met my higher self. At my second meditation, I um, came into Buddha heaven. I didn't know that it was a Buddha heaven at that, mm, at that time, but uh, the experiences was very powerful and very vivid. So when I met my higher self, I got shocked. Because as I saw how beautiful she is, I just uh, freckled out and, you know, I came back to my body. And maybe for four years I couldn't accept that it was me on a higher density. But later I accepted and started meeting her more. But, uh, and the second uh, meditation where I came to Buddha heaven, because I, I started, you know, like... I started healing myself, uh, by myself, because after the medication stopped, I started hearing uh, like evil voices in my head. Hmm. And I think that it was uh, partly because I was in a mental hospital where people was really sick, you know, and maybe I got some spirit attachments. But the idea is that I started uh, working on my mind very much and on meditation and I received my guide who was a Buddhist teacher in spirit. As I was already with my open third eye, because of the, um, that car accident which happened before, um, I was seeing them, I was seeing spirits I could communicate with them It was like I see a person in front of me, same thing. So my teacher was one of the Buddhas. And he was leading me through Buddhist eightfold path. While my boyfriend at the time, he was more like a researcher. He was always reading, he wasn't meditating, he was very into that... um, gaining knowledge, you know, and I was more of the experiencer. So my teacher of you know, like in spirit, which is the spirit only, he he don't have physical body. He led me into the Buddha heaven and I can tell you how the Buddha heaven is.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question. I was going to ask, what's it, what is it like? Like, what do you see?
1: Yeah, so uh, imagine clear blue sky huge clouds, no ground and uh, I was like drawing through, I was like, you know, like I sit on, on something and it's with the wheels and I just fly through the huge, like um, 50 meters golden Buddha statue and I'm just being drawn through and I see Uh, like, from the side, and I see the front. But the idea is that it's just in a clear blue sky, huge clouds, sunlight, and this huge Buddha statue. And when I started grasping where I am, I got distracted and I came back to my body. So when um, later already I find out that this is the Buddha heaven, Because in Buddha heaven it is like this. Like every Buddha has its own like a huge uh, vessel where it resides. And let's say in like half a kilometers away there is another statue. And there again another, another, another. And this realm is reached only by uh, enlightened consciousness of Buddha. So when I came back, my boyfriend didn't believe me. Like, because he was, you know, he is on the Buddhist path, like for 10 years and here am I in half a year, I'm flying through the Buddha heaven. What the fuck? No, sorry. Uh, what he, no, That's right. what you can, I...
0: you can, you can swear.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> yes. So he wasn't believing me and what happened between us both that after some time we started like competing, who is more spiritually advanced and this is what uh, actually uh, brought uh, the end to the relationship so after some time like i felt that my teacher who is in spirit he is guiding only me he's not he's not guiding my uh, at that time boyfriend so what happened i started realizing that uh, this person is like draining my energy. Like he's a kind of a, um, energetic vampire. Yeah. And, uh, my guide started confirming me that information. So at, at the very, very end of that relationship, what happened? Uh, because he was always like picking out some kind of a one thing which happened in the past and always accusing me of the same thing, which I didn't did. So that I lose control over myself. I start yelling at him and, you know, we start fighting. And when I was starting to fight, I was seeing that he just sits with a smile and he just takes in that energy.
0: Checking it's because he was jealous.
1: uh, Yeah, he was, he was like uh, being jealous. Uh, Then he was like... uh, triggering me to yell at him. And when you yell, I have a lot of energy. I'm defending myself, yes. So I was just giving that energy to him. And at some point, my teacher, who is in spirit, started telling me, don't yell, like, calm down, stay calm. When you're calm, your energy stays with you. Because the main thing what my, my teacher was teaching me is to keep my energy. Like to to learn, to maneuver energy, to control energy. So I started becoming calm when he was like triggering me. I was calm down, calm down. You know, I'm just calming myself. Don't yell, don't defend yourself. You know, everything is okay. He's just trying to take your energy. And I was calming down. And actually, when you are calm, it's for everyone. Your energy stays with you. That's why the calm is called the superpower. So I learned to to stay calm. And what happened um, when he find out that I'm not going into that fight with him again to give him energy? He separated with me. He told me go back to Lithuania, go back home, and I left. And uh, before that, before I came back to Lithuania, because oh, one more event which is very important, I forgot to tell about her. Like um, what we was doing in Greece, we was making dreadlocks. Both of him, and there was one client, a woman, older woman, uh, which uh, ordered dreadlocks for her son, teenage son. And uh, he went alone to do those dreadlocks and he comes back very energized and very, you know, like, wow, I met such a woman, you need to meet her. I told her that the next session I come with you, you will help me. I want you to meet her. I told her, okay, let's go. We go there and that woman is a medium, very strong medium. She remembers how she been born, she remembers her angels which came with her, which she explained to me that real angels are, are just the stubs of light. It's not like in the Abrahamic religion, the beings of wings. And uh, she's very powerful, you know. She knows about aliens, she knows about many, many things, about different lifetimes. And this is uh, what happened. that. Uh, We told her that we will not take my name, but she will make a session for me. Like my ex-partner, he wanted to find out more information about me, about my past lives and how it comes that I'm so fast advancing spiritually. Mm -hmm. So this is what she did. And she read my chakras and find information stored in the chakras about my past lives. About uh, post Atlantean life, where uh, um, I've been notified from the source of all life of all creation, let's say the universal life force, you know what it is.
0: No, can you well, ex- explain just in case? Because I, I think our perceptions on it might be a bit different.
1: Yeah, so source is the place from where everybody comes and to where everybody will return. It's like the real... um, Yes, highest power possible. And it's just a pure light and love and all knowledge and all wisdom together taken. For me, I call Source the real God. Um... And um, she told me that I've been notified from source that Atlantis will fall and that catastrophe will happen so that I need to gather all information I can carry with myself and uh, go to the desert. And this is what I did. And I went uh, into that desert. And uh, there was also a group of people who also gathered into the same place uh, by the same guidance, because you know, when Atlantis civilization happened, it was like fall happened 12,000 years ago. And then we as a humanity, we was much more advanced than now. So what happened that. We, of that group of people who gathered in the same place, we started building a new civilization, which was kemetic civilization pre-ancient Egyptian. Like where the py- pyramid of Giza is, there yeah. it was. And it was kem from where uh, alchemy arised. Kem uh, alchemy means the art of Kem. Kem was a civilization which was before ancient Egypt in Egypt. So when she told me that, when when she herself read that information in me, she completely changed. For yes. you no, know, like her communication with me changed very much. You know because before she was thinking that it's a young girl. You know, twenty, then forty years old. And then she started seeing the old soul within me. So also what she told that I had an ancient uh, Greek life where I was um, Oracle for one of the ancient uh, gods, exactly Zeus. I was Zeus uh, channel to speak with the people.
0: Like his messenger.
1: Yeah, like a messenger for the for the humans. So, when she told me all that information, she told more, but uh, most of the things she told in Greek, and that ex-boyfriend of mine, he didn't translate it to me what she was telling. And I didn't know Greek at that moment so well, you know, to comprehend that deep spiritual meanings which she is explaining to him. And actually, that information was... No, I didn't receive more information from that. But uh, my spiritual journey continued, and when I left that boyfriend, before that, I already knew that I have the connection with Greek gods, and actually, I comprehended that that's why I've been in Greece for two years, studying myself, healing myself doing the meditations, the fastings, uh, everything what I can, you know, to, to better myself, to find out who I am. And one of the last meditations I had there still in Athens was I started asking what is my path, what is my mission, why I am preparing, because I know that I am preparing. And uh, I came in spirit uh, upwards in a spiral as I learned from the first meditation teacher, the temple sounds, which listeners can, I recommend highly, if someone wants to start meditation, to start exactly from that person, because that's truly amazing. So I come out in a spiral in spirit, uh, and I hear somebody tells me, metaphysica. And I hear the word, and at the moment, I was already created, I I wanted to create like an internet shop where I will sell incense, palo santo and other, the shamanic and energetic cleaning things. And I called that page Shamana. Because Shamana is uh, the prior to (laughs) Shamana was before it was a feminine um, healer. So, when I heard in meditation this word, Metaphysica, I realized that it is my my name, as they call me. And I came back from the meditation, and what I did, I came back to that page where I was already starting to create, you know, like that shop, and I wrote, shamana Metaphysica. And this is how it got born, and the same day, I started seeing information on the internet, where <clears throat> it'd been uh, like an article uh, by some, I don't know by who, I don't remember exactly, but it was about the mental hospital and the shaman, the birth of the shaman. That in ancient African tribe, I don't remember which one, it was like when you get crazy and uh, you go that, no, you get crazy, then the shaman of the tribe recognizes that you are waking up as a healer. And you must go into the wilderness alone to heal yourself. And if you come back, you come back as a new healer. And I realized that this was actually my story. Yeah. And uh, I started posting all kinds of things that I was learning for myself on the internet, um, on Facebook, and I still have my Facebook page. It has already 32,000 followers in all these years, and I started helping people. And uh, this is how Shaman and Metaphysica has been born.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, one question that, like, so I'm trying to obviously work through it all. So I'm trying to think what... The only question, one of the questions that I'm coming up with is, do you know when you say about these downloads? Yes. So for people that don't know, what what, what do you mean by downloads?
1: Let's say you just, um, I don't know, you, you need to be open to receive these downloads. But it comes like intuition, like it comes like... Um, Uh, thoughts, but those thoughts, as you are just a simple person, yes? You would not ever think those things by yourself because let's say download comes to me, how the universe is created from where I can have this information. Yes. Yeah. But then, uh, by researching furtherly, I found in, let's say, the agnostic uh, texts that this is how they describe that universe is created, you know? About the elemental things, what elements are doing, like, elements like fire, earth, uh, air, water, and the ethers, and uh, things like that. It's just like, uh, of course, to different people it comes differently. To, co- to some it comes with visions, to some it comes just like a voice. But uh, of course you need to know if it's the right information, if it comes to you in a pleasant way. Like you will not feel fear from that. You will feel good, you will feel love and that information, it just comes, it just dawns on you. And there are many psychic um, people who receive that information, at least I am already, you know, it's already seven, seven, eight years when I'm in all of these things, so I know many people already who receive similar things. But yeah, it all starts with uh, like uh, the wake-up call, which happens in spirit, in the spirit world, I mean.
0: So do you do you believe in the fa- in um so in, in reincarnation so we've like lived many lives before
1: Yes I I believe yeah. and I even saw even more of my past lives because um you know in Abrahamic religion we tell that you live one time only
0: What's that is that Christianity sorry
1: Yeah Christianity Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Abrahamic religions because we all have the same rule and uh, Hebrewism.
0: Yeah. So, So,
1: there they tell that you live only once, but uh, I experienced myself and I saw my past lives, you know, and in Buddhist uh, tradition, in Hinduism, uh, they tell that you live many times and this is where the karma comes from.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because karma in general, it means uh, the deed. Like you pay for your deeds from the
0: past lives in this
1: lifetime. Yeah, I don't know what is your uh, spiritual beliefs because not... to be f-
0: I'm 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 Christian. Ah, so I'm. I'm, I'm so I'm, your
1: I'm, you mind blown now completely now by me.
0: Yeah, like my but that's that's the thing about doing these doing these podcasts. It just it, it sends me into, I'm half, oh, do you know what else is, is quite exciting as well, is that I'm, I'm half Greek. Oh, wow. I'm half Greek myself. Well, my mum, my mum's mom, side is, so my mum, my grandma, my granddad are all Greek. So like no. when you mentioned about, when you mentioned about the Greek gods, I was speaking to this about my friend the other day. Uh, yes. Because I, I had someone on an episode, on episode two, and she was saying about how she saw like, like at least seven gods. So me and my friend were talking about it and we were trying to work. We're basically working out what type of gods have like have like seven gods. And then we started talking about the Greek gods. And then you obviously mentioned about the Greek gods in the past life.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: I, 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 proper, I proper enjoyed that. I got really, got, got quite and, excited.
1: And Greek gods, I know more about Greek gods and I know more of them. But uh, the main god, the father of everyone is Zeus, the main god. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: The high, um, yeah. So I've that, got.
1: There are more. Um, maybe seven, maybe more, but I know personally maybe four of them.
0: Yeah. So I've... We,
1: yes, um, I've, and they're still there.
0: Yeah, I've got Poseidon tattooed on me. Yeah. And I have yeah. uh, I have Athena tattooed on me as well. Who? Athena and A- Poseidon.
1: Yes. And
0: that's, um, that's my daughter's name. I called my daughter Athena.
1: Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so we exist.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so good. Sorry, carry on.
1: Many different things exist in different planes of consciousness. It depends on your belief system and on your level of awareness. If you are ready, you will start seeing these realities. Like, because I was very open to see wideness of the realities. I saw the Greek gods, I saw Hindu gods, I saw dragons and fairies and elves. Elves are very secretive because we have very high vibration and we live in the reality only and we communicate only with certain people which we read that we are ready to be communicating with higher beings because we are very, very alive beings. Also, I had uh, extraterrestrial communications and encounters. And for me, already it's all normal, like it's my life. Like one friend of mine, last year I, ca- I come to the festival because I usually sit alone you know like I, i'm a kind of loner person and um one friend of mine i come to the festival and she meets me with another sh- uh, shaman woman who comes from italy with her shamanic uh, tribe they come to perform and uh, she meets me and tells this is sagye my friend she usually sits alone in the spirit world but sometimes she comes to the festivals so <laughs> you have the honor to meet her yeah wow. so so this is how it happens with people like me, but I also had a I believe also in Yeshua Jesus Christ yeah but but uh, I had a half a year. I went into the journey with uh, the Christianity because it was very interesting to me because I. As a aware person, I comprehended that there are many truths and all of these truths are leading to the same source. So I wanted to find out, because I also been uh, like baptized in childhood to be Christian. But my family wasn't religious. So uh, one friend of mine became a Jesus follower. And she started calling me and speaking about all of these things and, you know, it's so so nice, you should try, you should come, you should join us, you know, you should see what it is. And what happened that uh, they invited me to to meet uh, with other Christian friends, like, but not just Christian Christians, but those who are in service to God. Um, who are on some kind of a assignment or anoint, anointment, how is it, anointing.
0: I think they call, sometimes they call it like a pilgrimage as well, don't they? Is it a pilgrimage?
1: Yes, something like that. But not. We, we was. they we wasn't traveling. They we were just gathering together like for Bible studies and to, to pray together and something like this. But I needed to go to another city to meet them. So what happened with me, like two weeks prior to that, I started to be attacked very much by demonic forces in, in the spiritual world. While prior to that, I was always in a very safe place in between higher beings, you know? Yeah. All kinds of different beings, because like in between other beings, there is no such a thing like who is better than another. This I see with Christianity. Mm. And there is, like, when I started diving deeper into Christianity, I started seeing that there is a lot of dark forces around, like, who is fighting those Christians and, uh, like, people of God, let's say, yes? Yeah. So I've been attacked. in the nights when I was asleep and in the daytime because I am seeing everything with my inner vision open. So when I come to meet these guys, you know, they tell me, I told them the story that I've been attacked by the the demonic forces and they start praying over me. So as they pray, I am being attacked at that moment of the prayer even more And I see the light open up and I see a man coming down like on the stairs and uh, putting his hand on my body because I feel huge pain in one place of of my body. But this started only when I started researching Christianity. Mm. I see that person and I know that it is Yeshua, Jesus but he don't have blue eyes as it is described. He's very, very beautiful, but he have brown eyes, brown hair long and brown eyes, and he's dressed in white. And he touches my body and the pain leaves and the attack leaves. And for me, it's like, wow, it's a divine encounter. I just met uh, Yeshua and I wake up and I tell them, guys, you're Jesus, he just came. And, and he touched me and everything passed away. And they was very like, you know, oh wow, you know, he came to you. And what happened? They, uh, like, I started hearing one voice, but that voice um, was very commanding. And that voice was started to tell me, like, um, you should, uh, you know, Tell goodbye to all the ancient other gods. You know, like it's like in the um, first Testament of the Bible. You know, like you should not pray to no other god only to me. And this is what I started to do because it was very interesting to me what is happening. And as I knew, I'm speaking to the Father God. Which uh, no. you don't you don't spell his name, but he told me his name. And he started telling me about Yeshua, which people call Jesus, but it's actually not his name. His real name is Yeshua. And he told me also that his real birthday is in October. And after that, I was seeing Yeshua more and uh, he is actually near his people. He is helping everybody in need he didn't left to, to heaven, he is here in the spirit world, near his people. Because he is actually very, very strong mystic, as I see him, from my perspective. So I'm not telling that Christianity is bad, but um, that Father God is very commanding, I know for sure.
0: Yeah. It sort of makes sense as well, doesn't it? Because like obviously like I've heard from a lot a lot of other stories as well that he's been like very commanding and he would tell you that if you don't change your ways, like they he'll send you to hell for eternity. Yes. And I know what you mean, like if I I can understand what you mean by it can be very commanding.
1: Yes, and I had like very, very strong demonic forces coming against me when I started like walking with him. Yeah, and uh, I could do that only for half a year, and I couldn't. Like my family members was telling me that I have like almost gray face. Like what is happening with me? Because I wasn't sleeping nights because I was always attacked during the nights by the by the demonic forces. One time, one very strange one came to me, and he attacked me, and then the Father God told me that it was Lucifer. So, he became my enemy. And uh, what was happening? Because I already told goodbye to all of my old friends, like ancient Greek gods, like uh, Hindu gods, who was always helping me without, like, uh, nothing in return. I was just thanking them and they was helping me with something. Yes. And here, what happened with Christian God, That he started commanding me to that point, like he was telling me, now fast. (laughs) Uh, Fast four days, don't eat nothing. I'm like, okay, father, I will fast for four days. And while he was telling me to fast, I didn't want to eat completely. But if I was uh, thinking by myself, okay, now I will fast. I was wanting to eat all the time, I couldn't. Like, he was kind of controlling me to that point that you should forbid only that what I tell you. And uh, after some time, and also he didn't let me to listen to no other music, only to worship. Yeah. So this was, for me, it was very, I didn't like that approach because I knew how other gods are, like they are very friendly and they are willing to help you and uh, to evolve. And here it was like putting me down, you know, you sit beneath me and that's it, which I experienced before in my childhood with my father. So it was... Yeah, I ve- know yeah,
0: you mean, it brought back some, it, like, brought back some yeah. memories.
1: Yeah, so for me, it was very like uh, subconsciously, I didn't want to accept that because I knew already many other different Uh, truths which are also true. You know, so after half a year passed and I was reading Bible every day, I was fasting, I was keeping the Shabbats. I was making fire, uh, uh, not fire, dinner every Saturday. I was uh, like inviting all of the family members to eat with us. I was praying for everyone. I was very good girl, you know. Yeah, and um, after and also, I started learning prophetic dream uh, interpretation. There was such a very, very good person, he died already, John Paul Jackson. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had um, like he was in American television, and also he had a YouTube channel with dreams and mysteries. And he was uh, revealing the dreams from God, what we mean, like teaching his students. And I became his student, actually. So what happened that uh, Father God told me that I am very important to him, that I am like his son Samuel, the the prophet Samuel from the First Testament. Mm -hmm. So, and he also told me that I'm from the tribe of Levi, like I am the real Jew.
0: The real what, sorry?
1: Uh, the real Hebrew. Oh, okay. Even I am partly Armenian, but somehow he told me like this, that I'm one of them. And at that point, I was believing, you know, that thing. But what happened thirdly that... Uh, as I was researching furtherly the Bible, because uh, still, you know, part of me wasn't believing everything, because it was very demanding and very controlling. Which for me, as a new source of a life, it's all love. It, it will never tell you uh, to do something, because I tell you to do that, you know? So I was further researching And I find out from one Hebrew um, YouTube channel that uh, there are so many versions of the Bible, you know. And that half of... So as I was researching the Bible, I find out that there are many versions of the Bible. And um, one Hebrew theologist uh, told in one video, and it dawned on me uh, that that's the truth what he is telling. But his words was that um, we don't know exact truth about the Bible because as there are so many versions, and there are so many interpretations that uh, we don't even know if the words are exactly the truth. And what happened to me? Some kind of a rebellion started belching within me and I was missing my old ways, like uh, my shamanic path. I was feeling depressed within and I I lost a lot of energy because of those spiritual warfare which was happening in my life. So, as I told already before that mm, I wasn't allowed to listen to no other music, only to worship, like Christian music. Yeah. But what happened to me that uh, I started hearing inside my intuition one song which was very um, deeply rooted in me and I went on YouTube and I pressed that song and I started listening and the song is about the forest. Like uh, um, there are just words inside the song, what about the forest? And forest is very, you know, like, I love the forest because it's, um I, I grew old in between forests, you know. And so all that, the forest, it, like, people are destroying the forest and stuff. And I started remembering everything, you know, that my path is to heal the earth. My path is to be here for the people and for the nature and for the animals. And uh, I started coming back. What I did, I dropped on my knees, I started uh, crying, boiling my eyes, and I started asking Mother Earth for the forgiveness. And uh, I told uh, Mother Earth, please forgive me, I want to come back to my path, because I think that I've been misled. And what happened, like some kind of energy just lifted off of me, and uh, I just started coming back to my normal life. Of course, these people who who led me into the Christian path, they was uh, they were like calling me, and you know, like, oh, God is very mad at you. You know how you are doing this? You are leaving everything. It's not good. You know, like you are coming back to the to the um, Earth's ways. You know, like to the world. And I'd never been already for years, I wasn't in the world, you know. I was uh, alone and with nature and I was just helping people, you know, to heal themselves. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't something evil in my eyes, you know. So, but um, I know that these things exist, that uh, Christian God exists, that Yeshua exists that demons also exist which i never experienced them before you know and um i came back to myself i rejuvenated my energy i started being myself again but i'm not yeah. telling that it's evil or because many people in the new age you know spirituality huh. they tell that christianity is evil i don't think so and uh, Actually, it's such a, like, um, my boyfriend is Christian Mm -hmm. and upbringing. So, it's like, you know, you will not run away from that and whatever is is, that is, I'm not judging, you know, because I know people on many different spiritual paths. The main thing is just to do well, no? Yeah, that's it. Walk.
0: Well, um, Well, we're coming up to the hour now, so. But I just want to thank you again for an incredible story, really.
1: Thank you, Daniel, for inviting me because it's... That's uh, fine. That's
0: fine. Just, uh, I just followed you on Facebook as well. I found your page.
1: Okay, nice.
0: So, um, yeah. So I'd like to thank you again and um, I hope you take care.
1: You too. And uh, good luck with your podcast. <laughs> thank you. Great work
0: here. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs>